Hey there friends, it's Nick. It's episode 173 of the Story Hacker podcast and today we're going to be story hacking Emma, the, the new movie. If you listened to the subscriber-only podcast yesterday, you'll know that I took the ladies, <laughs> the ladies in my life, by which of course I mean my wife and daughter, to the cinema yesterday to see Emma and we had a great time, really loved it and there's one thing in particular I want to talk about and that is this, the fact that like Pride and Prejudice, like Sense and Sensibility, the characters in Emma so rarely say what it is that they're thinking. And um, it gives the story a really, a really powerful undercurrent because what you've got is, you know, characters who are feeling one thing and saying another and you can you can see it written all over their faces. You can hear it in the clipness of their language and their words. Um, and it's like a... It's like a river that's been dammed. And the whole of the movie, you are you are kind of waiting for the dam to break. You know, and it, it happens in... Almost all of Jane Austen's work. And it happens in most of the stories we we still love today and there's no there's no surprise i suppose that these stories are so you know they're so well known to us 200 years later i mean what are we talking about jane austen died i think in 1818 or 1819 and emma was the last the last novel she was pub- that she published while she was alive not under her own name of course she wasn't particularly well known or particularly successful while she was alive i think she I think she died pretty young in her early 40s um and, you know, her her name was not well known for obvious reasons in that time. But the stories are so human and so well done that they resonate now still. And I think, you know, it's easy to say that, OK, well, this is what English Yorkshire society was like in the early 1800s. You just didn't say what you, um, you know, what you want or what you were thinking. But I think it's so important. Now, and actually one of the things about well-written stories um, is that you do have characters who are saying one thing, but the audience knows that they mean something else. And I think we, we, I mean, you know, we have those kind of conversations all the time in real life, don't I? You know, when, you, when your partner says, should we go and do X? And you're thinking, well, I don't really want to do X, but you can't say, I don't want to do it. You have to say, ah, oh, well, there's this other thing that's perhaps more important to us both, darling, you know, whatever it is, you know, we have these conversations all the time. And I think one of the things that makes makes writing interesting and makes um, dialogue dramatic is that sense that there are two conversations going on all the time. And um, it's certainly one of the things that I love. I mean, I, if you've read any of my novels, any of my stories, you'll know that I love writing dialogue and <laughs> because I do it all the time. And... Um, I love that kind of back and forth and that sort of chess game that's going on, that fast chess game that's going on in good dialogue. So I think we need to, if when we're looking at the success of work like Jane Austen's, we need to sort of divorce ourselves from the idea that this is because they lived in a certain time or certain place. Of course, things have changed. But that basic idea is the same, that there are, you know, there are often two conversations going on. 
two different agendas, two different undercurrents, two different potential destinations. And if you don't have that, you haven't got drama. I mean, you know, basically, you know, we don't want to listen to people agreeing with each other all the time and saying exactly what they think. So that is a quick tip, I think, if you're writing fiction, but also if you're telling any kind of a story, really, the kind of the idea that there's a there's a sort of upper plot and a subplot or a subterranean sort of meaning is a really powerful one. And um, you know, it's a good way to see whether your story has actual depth, I think, um, because if if everything surface, then it's likely just to slide off your reader or your listener or your viewer or whatever. Anyway, that's it for today. I hope you uh, have a lovely day and look forward to speaking to you tomorrow with something equally interesting. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye now.